Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Today we've got some crazy Entitled Parents stories, and our first story of the day is from Tater Thought. Mother refuses to give daughter thousands in earned scholarship money. My girlfriend of little over a year, we'll call her M, is the first person in her family to go to college. College costs are nothing to sneeze at and M knew that. So she worked her butt off all through her last two years of high school because she wanted to go to college but her family was and still is not well off. She worked herself to the max and then some just to get good grades for potential scholarships. In her last year of high school, she wrote an essay for a scholarship for those with Asian heritage. She's half Vietnamese, half Filipino. The prompt was to write an essay telling a story about your family's history and or how they got to America. She won the competition and was awarded the prize of $3,500 at her graduation. The only downside was the organization could only deposit through a certain banking app and M didn't have an account with this app. However, her mom did. So for convenience, the plan was for her mom to get the money through her account and then M's mom was going to give her the money afterwards. After M's mom received the money, she used some of the money to buy M things for her new dorm room, which is understandable. Since then, M's been asking for the receipts so she can add up how much was spent, and then calculate how much is left over from the $3,500. She's been asking almost daily and her mom and dad have been saying, yeah, yeah, we'll send you the receipts, but she hasn't received a single thing. Though during this time, her mom has told her to her face that she has taken a two-week trip to Vietnam and used some of the money to fund her trip. $3,500 is a lot of money, and M earned that money through winning the scholarship competition. Still, her mom refuses to send the receipts and transfer the money. This sets me off so much, because this isn't the first time her mom's done something like this. To restate, she's used her daughter's scholarship money to fund her own trip to Vietnam. It's like she feels entitled to it and now that she has it, I feel like M won't ever get the money she earned, even the small sum that might be left over after her mom's trip. Now, depending on wherever they are, I don't know whatever laws or recourse they could have legally to report them and stake claim to this money, but it might be an option. If your own mom was holding your money ransom like this, would you hesitate to report them to the police? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from the Eldritch Rider. Entitled Dan uses my hospitalized mom as an excuse to have a daycation. So this took place a few weeks ago. The newest addition to the Entitled Ant saga featuring the same aunt and her bratty son. So y'all remember in the first story how my parents were going on a two-week vacation in August? Well, a few days after they got back, my mom had to be hospitalized due to a cardiac event. It was really bad. She didn't get released until a month later because the hospital in our town sucks and is responsible for her first cardiac event. She was in a hospital four hours away. My dad was up there 75% of the time. I went up every weekend. Someone had to watch the house and pets. Well, second weekend, my dad was down there already. 
Well, second week in, my dad was down there already, but aunt and cousin said they were going to go visit my mom and asked if I wanted to go down with them, which I agreed, even though I knew that meant spending essentially an entire day with the both of them. I gave her $100 to cover gas and food since they were doing me a solid and taking me with them. Well, it started on the wrong foot. Immediately, when we were supposed to be on the road by 7 at the latest, and she didn't show up until after 8, and cousin was having a tantrum because he wanted a cappuccino, aunt let him have a large, It was four hours of cousin complaining about the Grand Canyon trip he took with aunt and aunt making passive-aggressive remarks about me not babysitting her dog and making racist comments about random strangers whenever we made a stop for cousin to use the restroom because since their skin wasn't white, they might hurt cousin and because she's a social worker, she just knows. When we got close to the city, cousin suddenly didn't want to visit my mom anymore He wanted to play mini golf, which I can understand, he's a kid. What kid wants to hang out at a hospital? And agreed with him. She suggested that they visit the zoo and play some mini golf or laser tag. Then cousin wanted me to play mini golf with him. Got really upset when I said no. I was down there to be with my mom and dad. And said I can just go in, check with my dad for a few minutes, and then come join them because what else was I going to do? and cousin really wanted to play golf with me and what cousin wants, he gets. I might have made it worse, but I was tired and stressed and asked how they'd fit the time to visit my mom if they spent the whole day golfing and at the zoo. Aunt waved it off cause your mom's going to be here for a while, we can visit her some other time. And honestly, that kind of pissed me off because my mom may not have been in critical condition anymore, but that didn't mean she was completely out of the woodwork. And admitted to using what happened to my mom as an excuse to come to the city for a day of fun for her and cousin. I told her it was kind of crappy that she'd treat what happened to my mom as a way to have a daycation and started doing the typical, your opinion doesn't matter, I didn't even need to bring you and you should be glad to even be here kind of remarks. Along with how she's a single mother and doesn't get that many chances to do nice things with cousin. Even though basically every other weekend she's going on some sort of trip with him. I chose to stop talking to her. She dropped me off at the hospital, not even the right entrance, I had to walk all the way around the building in 100 degree Fahrenheit heat just to get to the wing my mom was at. She did come back to pick me up some hours later. I guess my dad talked to her because she was very clearly irate about it. She at least had the decency to ask how my mom was, and then when I told her, commented about how I shouldn't have expected anything else and basically no point in me visiting until she wakes up. Cousin was in a bad mood because I guess the zoo didn't have any wolves and how he didn't get to go golfing because he didn't want to golf alone since I didn't come and aunt probably didn't want to golf, she just wanted to watch. Cousin also revealed himself as homophobic because aunt made a teasing remark about him and one of his friends. He said it's gross she'd think they'd date and then asked if I was gay. I'm non-binary and queer but I know better than to let them know said it was good I wasn't gay because being gay is bad and abnormal and against the bible. It's supposed to be a man and woman blah 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 and I don't know if he's learning that from Ant or from his fixation on church. Gee, these people sound all around pleasant to spend a lot of time with. I really wonder why OP wasn't just totally thrilled from the get-go. I guess at least they seem tolerable enough as long as you don't like intentionally try to trigger them or something. 
But who wants to spend any amount of time around people that you feel like you're kind of walking on eggshells around? These people just kind of suck to be around. And you don't have to do too much work to validate that considering they use their siblings cardiac event as an excuse to just have a vacation out to that city. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Anhedonic Nihilist. My dad has COVID and refuses to wear a mask. He appears to be actively trying to get me and my mom sick. Some background, my mom, dad, and I all live together. The house is set up like this. Dad has upstairs, mom has first floor, I have the basement. The only shared spots are the kitchen and bathroom and living room. The living room's in the middle of these shared spaces. You have to walk through it to get to the kitchen or bathroom. My dad will not isolate to his bedroom after getting a positive result. He's been in the living room not wearing a mask for the last two days. He keeps yelling at me and my mom, saying we're giving him a hard time, when we tell him that if he won't go to his room, which has the same amenities as the living room, to please wear a mask. He will not. He won't even keep his distance. He purposely gets up every time he or my mom walk into the kitchen. He seemed to be following her purposely yesterday, wherever she went, he'd be right behind her. He'd just act as though he needed to do something in the same space as her. Now he wants me to take him to his COVID treatment. He has no smartphone or GPS, but I printed out the directions as I knew his behavior wouldn't change. I really don't want to take him because of how he's been. It's like living in the twilight zone. I'd be mortified, most people would be, if they accidentally gave COVID to someone. He actively wants his family to get it. It appears. I'm torn. I really don't want to take him, but I fear retaliation if I don't. Any advice or thoughts? I mean, whether or not they do try to retaliate, this is a situation where I think you put your foot down. They need to mask up, they need to be considerate of other people, and until they can have a modicum of consideration for another person, you need to put your foot down and say, you're not doing a darn thing for them. If they want to double down and be even more of a jerk and have even less consideration by retaliating, well, you try to keep calling them out on it and hopefully they have some shame somewhere. Our next story is from Boss Yuki. My mother-in-law doesn't want to listen to my side of the story, even though I'm right. Me and my boyfriend live together with his mom and dad. Let's start with what happened. After living with my boyfriend for the past two years, I've been getting very annoyed at him for the things he does. He doesn't clean or even work, he's just lazy. So I decided to confront him about it and tell him that he should help a bit, which I did positively. Heck broke loose, he ran off and after a while, came back to the house screaming that he's paying bills and shouldn't do anything, which his parents obviously heard. He's always gotten babied by his parents and he's always gotten a golden throne in the house. Here enters my entitled mother-in-law saying, Oh my god, did she hurt you or slap you? I obviously denied and started explaining myself. I just told him that he should help around a bit and take care. I don't know why he's acting this way about it. I was being polite. She interrupts me. You have no right to gaslight my son about what he should do. My father-in-law decided to come in and be on my side. Well, she is right. He doesn't do anything around the house. To which my mother-in-law decides to explode and yell at him too. Now you too? Stop disrespecting our son and help me scold her. By now, my boyfriend's calmed down and started slowly agreeing with me and the father-in-law. That didn't go well either, even though everyone was calm and agreeing. 
the entitled mother-in-law starts blowing up again, accusing me of brainwashing her son. I just walked out of there and went to my parents, where I'm staying right now. Entitled mother-in-law has always been crazy and does tend to overreact to everything, but this went too far. My boyfriend and father-in-law keep on apologizing to me for her behavior, which I understand, but I'm not going back again for a while. I just feel bad for OP because I don't think there's any reasoning with somebody that is so disillusioned like that. They are just going to keep going on and on about how you attacked their loved ones and... I mean, I don't know, they just live in some fabricated mental fake universe. It's like they accidentally got permanently stuck on roleplay mode. Our next story is from Gothic Rat 14 An entitled grandmother demands I stop an entire haunted house because her kid's crying. If you saw my previous post, you'll know I'm a scare actor. And this is once again a story of someone complaining and being mad that their child was scared in a haunted house. I'm hiding in my place as usual, waiting for the group to come through, and I can hear someone crying. They start to come through my area, and I bang my machete against the barrel and I follow behind them. When this entitled grandmother swooped in in front of me and does that little uh 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 with her little finger wave and stops off, after the group leaves, she stays and starts telling me and the person I'm in the room with off for scaring her poor baby and demands we get the manager and shut down the entire haunted house just so that they can leave. Keep in mind, this is during an event, so this is our busiest night of all year. I just straight up directly say, ma'am, you paid for us to scare you. And she responds, well, she wanted to go, but now she doesn't, so let us out now. Plus, you can see that she's crying, you shouldn't be scaring her like that. I once again reiterate that we do not do that, and we're not allowed to break character unless it's a medical emergency. She got mad and stomped off to catch up with her group. Luckily, she didn't hold up traffic, and another group didn't come in during her rant. When the night ended, I asked some other people about her, and apparently she was doing that to just about everyone, threatening to call the police and losing her mind. Luckily and obviously, the manager was on our side, as this was a haunted house, and we're literally paid to scare the crap out of people. Our manager has zero tolerance for Karens and doesn't care if he makes them mad, and for that, my respect goes to him. In a way, I actually kind of feel bad for the kid that got either roped into this or just didn't understand. But at the same time, it is a haunted house that for better or worse, they willingly brought the kids into. I mean, this mom or grandma completely failed those kids. This next story is from Hertzman264. Woman blames me for hoarding candy through ring. It's almost Halloween, but I want to talk about what happened last year. First of all, introductions, I'm a 58-year-old male, 57 at the time of the incident. I have a Ring doorbell cam system, which is relevant to the story. My father died in 2017 due to complications of type 2 diabetes. My mother moved to one of those retirement communities. My brother, 54, won one of those Disney trips for four. So I went with him and my sister-in-law, 49, and nephew, 15. Fast forward to Halloween, we just got out of Space 220 restaurant and Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Which we had a reservation in, which their salad and pasta dish was out of this world, so to speak. We just got out of the monorail platform until my ring app alerted me to where there was a motion and this all too familiar ring chime. My sister-in-law said, who could that be? I shrugged and opened the app and saw a kid in a Groot costume. I said, may I help you? The kid responds, trick or treat. I said, I'm sorry, I don't have candy here. Didn't you see that my porch light isn't turned on? The kid said, oh, all right, problem solved, or so I thought. Later on, we were at the transportation and ticket center boarding the train to our assigned hotel to retire for the night, and I got the same ring chime and doorbell alert. I checked my phone saying, what now? I saw the same kid, and this time he brought his mother with him, and she looked angry. I told you before, there's no candy here. The woman then said, there is so, you're only hoarding it. I said, I'm not even home, and you accuse me of hoarding candy? The lady then said, then get some and come straight home. I say that's going to be a little difficult for me. The lady says, oh, why is it so difficult for you to get home? Then the answer is announced by the monorail speaker system that it's pulling into our assigned hotel. The lady says, oh, you gotta be kidding me. How can you be at Disney World on Halloween? I say I was invited by family members. What was said next made us all question her sanity. That's it, I'm making sure I'm writing to my congressman and telling him that it should be a law not to have vacation time on Halloween for our state. My brother then chimed in and said, Do you have other people who support your crazy idea? The lady says, As you know, I'm the head of the community, so they should back me up. And this is serious, not crazy, so when will I expect you to come home tonight? Me and my brother laughed, which made the lady pissed off. What's so funny, she yelled. I said, we're not coming home tonight. Then my brother joined in. Even if we do, it'll take us four or five hours by car to get home. But then Halloween will be over. I nodded in agreement. Wait until the law is passed. Then she left in which I closed the app. Update, I checked the news and so far, no such law has been passed. But I did read an article about a lady storming the state capitol. I guess that lady didn't get her way. Oh well, not my problem. All this because I was on a Disney trip on Halloween. The story's pretty funny, but I kind of feel concerned for OP for so willingly telling people they're not home through their doorbell, especially against somebody that seems to be a little not so stable sounding. You probably just don't want to fuel them with that knowledge. God forbid they get some drastic idea. Our next story is from Girl Lover 111 How do you deal with an emotionally unstable and absent parent? My parents got divorced when I was young, probably like six or seven. 
I used to see my dad a lot more than I do now, until I realized he's not a good person, and I'm uncomfortable being around him. We got into a huge fight when I was 13 and didn't talk for months and then finally rekindled, but I still never really forgave him for the things he said to me then and for all the guilt tripping and gaslighting he's done, trying to make himself seem like the victim. He used to tell my siblings and I that we were lucky he hasn't ended it all yet and implied that if we stopped seeing him, then he would. Now I'm 19 and I'm still holding a grudge that he didn't come to my high school graduation. He made up some bogus excuse as to why he couldn't be there. That was in May and the first time we've spoken since then was last week. He didn't even say hi, he just said verbatim, check your cash app, I'm low on gas. And lo and behold, in my cash app was a $50 request for my father. That was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Usually when we go months without speaking, he texts me randomly and checks in or just says, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. And the fact that he gave up on that to ask his youngest child for money just really upset me. How do I move on from the things he said to me and accept the fact that I don't have a real father figure? I'm definitely not an expert on how you deal with these complicated things. I just would reckon the sooner you try to find a way to deal with them, the better. The longer you let it simmer, the more you probably are going to be stuck with it for a longer period of time or having a harder time moving past it. Definitely at the very least, put up some strong boundaries. Our next story is from Local Butterfly 5061 My mom is low-key controlling. My mom's always done my hair for me, 22-year-old female, up until now. I guess I took advantage of that because wash days do take forever, and actually styling my hair is time-consuming and annoying, but she's never let me learn how to do my own hair. I want to learn because it's not like I'm going to forever be under her roof to have her do my hair, and I want to be independent. Like, she genuinely got mad when I said I'm going to do my hair myself this time and was saying it wasn't going to look right. Don't come back to me asking for help. Like, she does the same styles every time. It's either a braid out or just my hair in small twists that I'll end up leaving it in twists for a month or so. Not going to lie, just wanted to rant about this. And if anyone else is experiencing the same thing, y'all can share too. Seeking independence is really ideally what most young adult does. Especially at 22 years old, this is the time at least most of society would expect you to start trying to find your way to independence. I think the mom's behavior here is pretty concerning. They're seemingly trying to just continue to make you reliant on them, and that's just really unhealthy and kind of scary. It might be a big step for the both of you, but pushing towards your independence here, I think should be priority number one even if that means that the mom threatens and outright gives up helping you. Our next story is from AJM Re 18 Friends' parents ditch their children at my house for the weekend. This event occurred about 20 years ago, 2006, and the names have been changed. Some of it's based off my memories and my mom's, mostly my mom's. Even though the story's old, I think you'll all get a kick out of it. When I was in the 5th grade, my friend Stacy was going to spend the night with me one Friday and go home the next morning because we had a family function to go to. My mom talked to her mom and it was cleared. Imagine my mom's surprise when Stacy and her little sister Molly, who was in kindergarten, both get off the bus. The girls also have nothing with them. No clothes, PJs, underwear, or anything else kids need for a weekend away. 
Mom tries calling friend's mom and no answer. Stacy isn't too bothered by this either and told my mom that her mom and her mom's boyfriend went out of town so no one would be at their house until Sunday. So my mom packs us all up and takes us to Kohl's to buy these girls what they'll need for the weekend, including new shoes because their shoes were ruined. They end up going to the family function with us and Sunday afternoon, my mom finally gets a call back from friend's mom saying that there would be a babysitter at their house and it dropped the girls off. My mom goes to take the girls home and no one is there. The parents have ghosted again and my mom wasn't going to leave two little girls by themselves. So the girls come back to our house for another night. Monday morning, my mom drops all of us off at school and Stacy moves suddenly a couple of weeks later. This also isn't the last time something like this happens to my mom. A similar situation happens with my friend's brother a few years later. I'm still in awe at how these parents just dropped their kids off on a stranger and ditched, but I suspect that there was a lot of drug use going on and a huge lack of caring. I mean, it's very clear that OP's mom is a great parent, but I think they really should have just straight up called the authorities here. There was way too much neglect going on here. Like, an astonishing amount for OP's mom to just not consider it. This next story is from an anonymous poster, entitled Mother Accuses Us of Bullying Her Child. So this happened in my teen years. I had a nightmare about it last night and wanted to share my story of dealing with a complete psycho Karen before the term Karen was even a thing. So some background, my best friend and I met in the 6th grade. We're still best friends today, we spent every second together at school and on the weekends. So let's call my best friend Kate. One day we're at the lake, just the two of us. Kate lived close, so we just walk there. We're walking on the dock and out of nowhere this Karen comes marching up to us and goes, Why are you talking crap about my kids? We look over and recognize Sophie, fake name, a girl from our school in our grade, and her little brother. We tell her we weren't talking about our kids, as we honest to God weren't. Also, there's no way she could have even have heard of what we were talking about as we were on the dock, and she and her family were way up on the grass. Let me be very clear, Kate and I never had an issue with Sophie, and we never had talked poorly about her or bullied her. The next day at school, Kate and I were called into the office. Our assistant principal accused us of bullying Sophie and said her mom had called in. She said that if she got another complaint from Sophie's mom, we would be suspended. The thing is, we never bullied Sophie. We pushed back and said we weren't bullying Sophie and that her mom intimidated us at the lake. We were told to stop lying. Sophie's Karen mom ended up going as far as to contact our cheer team, asking for us to be benched for bullying her daughter. My mom was one of the coaches, so that's how I know it came from her. Luckily, our head coach said we weren't being bullies and didn't bench us. My mom ended up going into the school shortly after and went Karen herself on our assistant principal about the situation. After that, we never heard anything again. The next year, we shared zero classes with Sophie and had zero issue. Fun fact, our assistant principal was fired a few years later for calling a student the N-word. Well, that last little tidbit was a nice fun nugget that shows not a great person, and I guess it's just no surprise they were taking sides here without any real evidence. I don't know any possible relationship with Karen and the assistant principal, but I'm willing to bet there was some kind of behind the scenes relationship that made them more susceptible to blindly believe them. Or maybe there was straight up racism going on here. And our final story of the day is from Fan Vamp. 
How I got kicked out over khaki pants. Currently, I'm 21-year-old female, and at the time this occurred, I was 19 and working two jobs. One of those jobs required khaki pants as part of the uniform. My stepmom, 38, is what I like to consider a Facebook Karen. She didn't have much social interaction other than that website, never finished high school, and made it very clear throughout my teenhood that she wanted me gone by saying how much just looking at me ruined her day that I should have run away and has even gone as far as to say that I was a coward for not successfully committing no life. On my way home from my first job to go home and change, my bicycle's tire popped. I had to hitch a ride from a coworker, and when I arrived, my boss saw that I was distraught over it and immediately took me to the mart of walls to buy me a new one. He also purchased me new shoes, a belt, helmet, and the nefarious khaki pants that is the subject of this story. Two things I would like to note is that I tried to refuse most of these things, but boss would not take no for an answer and bought me them anyway. And another thing to note is that my other khaki pants I owned were not dirty or torn, so new khakis were not needed but I was grateful for them anyway. A month after this event had passed, I'd been wearing the nefarious khakis many times in front of my mom, so it's not like she never saw. And the night I came home, I told my parents what happened and why I had a new bicycle. Nothing was said at the time, so I figured everything was fine. So skipped to the month later, and my mom got a call from my dad, saying he had gotten bitten by a dog while delivering mail and needed to get stitches. So we already have a stressed out mother. And what does a cuckoo stressed out mother do when she needs to let out steam? That's right, she takes it out on the least favorite kid. She looked down at my pants and asked where I got them. Again, I know I've told her a month prior about the shopping spree. I reminded her of what happened, and she lost it. She started getting angry, accusing me of faking being poor and acting like I couldn't have taken care of myself. Looking back, I think the main issue she had was that she was afraid people would think she was a bad mother because my boss bought me pants. Now, this isn't the first time she'd screamed at me for something weird or crazy, but I'd been growing increasingly tired of her stupid BS. In this moment, I started screaming back at her, finally growing a backbone, and told her that she was crazy and that I never faked being pitiful. I kept trying to get out of the door so I wouldn't be late for work. That's when she demanded I hand over the house key that I had and not to return. I complied and went to work. That night after, I went to live with a friend and currently live alone in my own place. A week after I'd gotten kicked out, I went back to grab my stuff and my dad was laying on the couch sick as a dog that bit him. He asked me if I knew what I did was wrong. I had to lie through my teeth and said I did. I didn't want to start a fight with a sick dad, so my mother believes to this day that she was in the right. For OP's sake, I would say don't even worry about it, don't sweat it. These people in this situation are so far below OP, it doesn't even deserve dedicating any time of their mind to it. It's so dumb and OP knows the truth of the situation. They might feel satisfied and after the fact feel gloaty, they're like, well they apologized, they knew they did wrong. Honestly, just all the more reason to cut them off and not even begin to look back. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or, if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 